0: What he did.
1: Oh, nice. Oh, good. Oh, right from home. Sparkle bottle. Quack. Shall we pod? Yes. Let's do it. Today on the Geek Out Podcast, three words, jet pack
0: paramedics.
2: (laughs) Netflix is raising its prices again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We've got set photos from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And the Batman. Is
1: that how I'm supposed to say it? Sure, that's great. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you.
3: Yeah, you say it however you want. And we review and recommendation Adam Sandler Halloween movie. <laughs> the scariest thing of all. Nerdy is the new sexy. It's good to be a geek. The Zone's Geek Out,
1: the podcast. It's the Zones Geek Out Podcast. This is episode 106. We record this on a scary day october 13th, oh. tuesday the 13th it and it's just kind of it's the 13th I'm with I'm Bud I host Bud's weekly geek out Wednesdays at 7:20 with does, Do I always say 7:20 or is it 7:15?
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> totally,
1: is it okay? Weekdays at Listen 7:20. sometimes
2: Sometimes they forget and then it plays at like seven forty.
1: Sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I heard the news at like nine oh eight this morning. So that's, that's not true. true, yeah. You yeah, know, it's not a big whoop. Uh, Art Aronson is on assignment tonight. He is on school assignment, so he will not be joining us. I'm DJ Boytano. Uh, you can
2: hear me in the weekend zone, ten to four Saturday and Sunday, and on the mixtape at five o'clock weekdays in the afternoon zone. And I'm almost—he wrote that down.
3: He
1: risk no, no, notes. I didn't. You got no. I totally didn't.
2: I totally didn't. Okay. Really? Because you
1: nailed it. I'm, not, I'm very surprised. Yeah. I nailed it. Yeah. I, 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 oh my god. That Sorry, was a. Because read. I'm on the phone.
2: You, what you don't see is my fifth pump. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <It's> like, yes. <laughs> okay. I could curse. I it. can depend on the sun rising, the sun setting, and Brian messing up his intro. Like, yeah. That's,
2: Every day needs to start with a lightning storm, and then we'll be fine.
1: Was there
0: lightning today?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, mind you. Yeah, you're you. So it was like, it was like 530 in the morning. So you- oh, uh, fuck yeah, no, that.
0: <laughs> I don't have a child yet, you two. I sleep at five o'clock in the morning.
2: Uh, Six o'clock, I step out of the shower, and all of a sudden, I see a flash outside. And oh. so I seriously thought somebody was taking a
3: picture of me. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, who would? What? And then you raise your bar. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the lightning? Brian Capistrano sleeps in a sexual tent, which he believes leaves, gives him sexual <laughs> power. No, I'm not awake at five o'clock yeah, in the morning. Okay, Absolutely not. I'm not
0: Please.
3: I'm Bob Alcino and I host the Afternoon Zone that he said. And um, thank you, Kirsten, again for the most wonderful moment on last week's pod. Did God, you have yes. any reaction? It, I know, it was like one person on Facebook said, "Congrats." <laughs> oh, I thought
0: you were talking about the chicken sandwich. <laughs> oh, I did have that
3: chicken sandwich the next day because
0: I did by have lots of reactions to that chicken sandwich, including Art bought me his favorite chicken sandwich—the Wendy's one. The Wendy's one, which I will review and recommendation later. Yes. Oh, good, yes, good. Okay, no, good. yeah, but I did. I got a really nice uh, message from a couple of zoners and podcast listeners too, which is really nice.
1: About what? About what, what again? What uh, What was it? Oh, about the baby thing. Oh, the baby thing. Yeah, yeah. That you're pregnant. <laughs> 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 but
0: about what about the chicken sandwich? I later. don't know. Just
1: in case somebody's platooned into episode 106 and they somehow missed last Go week. Back yeah, to that's right. So
3: Kirsten had this great chicken sandwich. And we we're really excited about it. Um, no, and then thank you because um, you did your... Uh, t- Wait, sex reveal or gender reveal? I witnessed a wonderful fight between Kirsten and her husband on Friday night about he was saying gender reveal and you said sex and that's... Yeah, gender is over. Gender is over? Really? That's the thing that's a spectrum? Yeah. Okay.
0: So it's a sex reveal because your gender is fluid. You can be whatever you like. You can be a female. You can be a male. You can be non-binary but yeah you're, you're biological sex
3: so that's they had a biological sex reveal party yes <laughs> um and so thanks for getting us in on that and i have to admit to you all right now that kirsten sent that message right sent it to me on youtube and then i did a couple of jokes back to you yes. okay <laughs> and then brian you alluded to maybe misting up a bit i wept <gasps> Like, oh! yeah, on a Saturday. I was Aww. having a really emotional day. I don't know what it was. being trapped at Whole Foods the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, no. Like, honestly, I was just being... I Oh, God, I was having a really bad day or a really emotional day. And then I saw that, and I sent them a message. And I just thought, again, about you and Johnny being such incredible parents, and especially Johnny, really, if I'm honest. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that guy is... He is made with of no good fatherly vibes. <laughs> and I just... and. and And you as a mom to the, the sex that you're gonna have, which I won't reveal on you. Um, But you know, what I, mean? I just thought about all those things, sex and gonna I have it. cried and cried. That's and my girlfriend had never seen me cry before in my life. Oh, oh, really? Thought I was joking at first. Like I was like, "Boy, I'm so stoked for that poo-hoo! Like I often do, <laughs> pretend to cry. And then she saw tears coming on my face, and she's like, "Oh What's my god, this is happening!" <laughs> so I get once again. I'm just I'm so happy for your whole family, and yes
1: cried and cried. Aww, That's thank so you. dear. Yeah, I'm so happy.
0: That's really nice.
1: So are you going to tell us the...
0: I'm Kirsten James.
1: <laughs> and you're having a...
0: Chicken sandwich. Okay. Yeah. Um, my
1: <laughs> great concern, which I didn't voice because I didn't want to sort of like rain on the party, was where were the dogs when all of that terrible microplastic f- f- fell on the floor yeah, like, we like, so body. like
0: hashtag or not like quote unquote woke, having a sex, re- sex reveal party, and then we used, Glitter. Okay, that wasn't the your fault, of though. Crafting. <laughs> that
1: wasn't your fault.
0: <laughs> to like shame ourselves that we were even doing it. No, you had plans for and something. And I was joking that, that originally we were gonna have like a helium balloon, and then I was like, we're gonna be, we're gonna be taking out those natural resources. You know those helium people? No yes, more MRIs so for you.
3: you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Helium's a, a commodity, and there's only so much of it left. And you all, shouldn't yeah. be
0: using it on balloons and silly voices. Yeah. Um, our dogs were outside. Thank goodness. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, it was. I, okay, if you see the video that she made, I was expecting confetti, and I know there's a long story about why instead you used like this horrible sand yes, glitter. Thank you. thank you. That looked like it ruined your house and ruined your clothes that you were wearing. Yeah, it's gonna be embedded in your pants. Next legs. time you
0: come over, you'll go home with some. Oh
3: my god! I, I believe it, and also yes, terrible for the environment too. I know that for my sex reveal party one day when it happens, I'm just gonna choke a turtle and then be like, "It's a boy! Congratulations." <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to write, it's a girl on the tummy of the turtle, and when it's dead, I'll you kick it over. over? Like, He's eh. <laughs> looking at this dead turtle. Look at, hey, this is Super Mario Brothers as well. I'm trying to get that oh part in the movie, right? God. Look at, nobody kills let a turtle me like me. right? Oh <laughs> my kill gosh. a turtle? Hell yeah, wow. kill a killing turtle.
2: Uh, it took me a second that you were talking about a literal turtle. I was like, <laughs> you know you can't get a girl pregnant just by choking a turtle, right, Paul? <laughs>
1: Right, that's what's going to happen. Oh the glitter's going to go in the ocean and kill a turtle. I'm going to skip the middleman, Just choke the thing. Well, as soon as I realized <laughs> it wasn't a metaphor for something. You know what my favorite thing about helium is? <laughs> what? I don't need it. This week on Bud's Weekly Geek <laughs> Out. Oh, no. Bud's wasting no. helium. <laughs> um... Jetpack Paramedics. Yeah, that's, a, that's about it. Coming the, to Netflix 2022. <laughs> <laughs> then
0: the, the next is Jetpack Paramedics, Bondi Beach. <laughs>
1: Tony Shore. In the north of England, the, these two companies, uh, the, well, it's company uh, Gravity Industries and then the Great North Air Ambulance Service. They operate, operate um, specialized rescue helicopters for the north of England. They, they got together and they tested jetpacks for paramedics to rescue people from the, they don't have mountains or there, from the fells oh. that you have in, uh, in the north of England. And dang, if the test runs weren't the coolest thing. Uh, the paramedic has two packs of medical supplies on the front of their legs, because of course your back is taken up with a jetpack, mm. And then on your hands, you have two thrusters each and that's for the precise um landing dude landed on a rock that is no bigger than my monitor just like, like alighted gently Whoa. with his tiptoes and yeah can get up a mountain in 90 seconds where it would take half an hour for a paramedic with legs so uh, pretty neat innovation what about
0: a paramedic without legs
1: uh, that'll probably take days and days <laughs> okay, and checking. days. And I think that's probably the you to put them on this? standby. Yeah, paramedics Get
3: them along. the jetpack first
1: then. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so really neat thing, fun thing to geek out about and, uh, good video. Please go to the zone.fm slash. Where are they getting money for jetpacks? It's a great question. Yeah. Cause I was thinking like he, Dylan brought up a good point like, I, 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 this is a province full of mountains. I would love for something to come here and like, yeah, all of our paramedics are volunteer for one. And, uh. Who's going to have the budget for a jetpack? Yeah, but, but then yeah. They,
0: and also the person, like, likely has fallen and can't get out themselves. So you just go strap a jetpack to the No, <laughs> like,
1: oh, no, no. no oh, right. Sorry. No. It's not like Iron Man where you're carrying them out. Sorry. Mm. They, they're meant to bring in, uh, like, painkillers or splints or, right. like, an AED if they've had, like, a oh, heart God. attack or something.
0: He <laughs> want somebody to jetpack me in painkillers. <laughs>
1: If you've broken your leg You'll need a painkiller It's not for a a headache You're not going to call The jetpack in for a headache Oh yeah I can think of lots of
3: ways For this to make sense And you know It's like just Even to find lost hikers That uh, There's a lot of things Okay so this summer When I got Like uh, stranded on a river That I was floating down Up near Bella Coola Right The one
0: where the bear saw you
3: Yes Where the bear saw me there, like at one point we were so afraid and we, we were you know this river was out of control and there were bears and everything that one person in our group was like let's call somebody and the question was like Who? for them to do what yeah <laughs> like are we really gonna get a helicopter out here because that's the next thing that like yeah. really is but with jetpacks, I can see them like coming in and being like, "Okay, the bear's gone. Just keep going, right?" And then the jet, you know, then the jetpack out of there. Or, yeah, if someone was hurt, you could do a little, you know, first aid as you're saying, and yeah. then guide them because probably it's people who are lost who just need yeah. help getting back to the trail. And so, makes sense to fire up a couple of jetpacks versus
1: I could see, you know, you know, getting the whole helicopter up certainly, in the air. Certainly, yeah. And if it is serious enough, you're. Your flying paramedic can triage whether or not it needs a full helicopter to to extract your your patient. But I'm wondering because every jetpack thing I've ever seen... Is so shaky
3: and terrible. It all looks like that footage from the start of Iron Man 2, where they're pretending to be, you know, it's like where they have other Iron Mans. What am I? Doing and everyone like? falls down. What you're just what like, am I doing right now? Doing like I'm putting my hands up
1: because I believe that it is the twin thrusters on each hand that give. Incredible stability okay. to the flyer. I've never seen anything like it because in our time, we've seen lots and lots of real life jetpack tests. And yeah, yeah, they're all kind of freaky outy scary because you, you are the, 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 the compass, the pivot, the center of gravity, uh, for, for tilting this whole thing. But using your arms as like basically three dimensions of flying, you know, one left arm, right arm, two, three. I, I think that is what makes the difference here and i think I, that was a brilliant brilliant innovation from from gravity industries
2: they could have learned that from iron man too because that's uh, truly from iron man one yes that's right that was tony stark's first test was just having the jets on his feet right and then that's when he flew into the ceiling <laughs> yes and then the next one was actually having it on his hands as well as as you know stabilizers yeah
0: the jetpack montage
2: Mm -hmm. Gotta
3: love the old jetpack montage (laughs) Um, So I love it And
0: I love obviously that it makes
3: sense that The jetpacks Are going to the Paramedics first And you know it's like N- not to p- people with their, you know, those like uh, they're like jetpacks, but they're in the water. That- that's just for dicking around, right? Mm-hmm. And and
2: that looks. Well, fun. you can't go very far because it's like You're a big tube or whatever connecting you.
3: Yeah, but I've also seen people just like flip upside down and smack neck first yep. into the water.
1: Ooh.
3: Yep. Uh, but once these things get, you know, good enough, don't you think that this is going to be a thing that more people are going to want, like recreational jetpacks if they really do work? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I want a jetpack. Yep, me too.
0: I'll take one. Totally.
1: You're not. Neither your you are jetpacking.
0: What? Why wouldn't I jetpack?
1: I hiked Mount Finlayson once. Never again. <laughs> I would certainly love to go up to the top and take photos. With a jetpack, though, absolutely I would.
0: I would, why don't you think I'd like a jetpack?
1: Wow, I'm watching this thing. It looks really good. <laughs> the thing about it is that
3: it's, they're not getting a ton of altitude. They're just no, like, they're just hovering. a few feet above the ground. Maybe even a few, a more good. than a few, like 10 feet. Yeah, it looks yeah, like at some point, but it actually looks
1: pretty good. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you got me. All right, Paul's convinced. We can move on. This fall on NBC. <laughs> Jetpack parameters <laughs> <laughs> Parameters. It's time for Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Um, we got, I think this was hinted at or sort of announced in 2018, but uh, Hulu will carry the first of two seasons of Animaniacs. On uh, November 20th, 2020, with a second season coming next year in 2021, uh, Steven Spielberg is on board as <laughs> from the original. Randy Rogel, the songwriter, a uh, brilliant songwriter, and all of the original voice actors. Wow. So that would be Rob Paulson. Uh, dang it. <laughs> uh, but Canadian Maurice LaMarche will be coming back as The Brain because there will be Pinky and the Brain sections ah. as well. Okay. Jess Harnell. Uh, dang it. But but more
0: into this, because I never watched it, but I saw it. What is what's the deal with the Jurassic Park? And Tress
1: McNeil. I think the Jurassic Park setup, we'll link to this in the show notes, was just um Steven Spielberg. Thank you. So it's was not
0: it? it's not it is just Animaniacs. Yeah. It's not Animaniacs and Jurassic Park. No, because, no. because
1: they're okay. unearthing the Warner Brothers and the Warner sister like they did in Jurassic Park and then there's a uh, whole Steven Spielberg. Tie in, as Brian said.
3: If you watch the original Animaniacs, <laughs> there's a ton of that type of satire oh, yeah, and stuff, right? So And the nods in the
1: fourth Yeah, line. I just yeah, didn't watch okay. the
0: video, and all the uh, articles I saw kept on saying, like, Animaniacs and... Jurassic Park.
1: No, they don't get the joke. Okay. Yeah. I hope that because they they was tease. it Sam
0: Neill in the in the no know, oh, it's
1: too bad and I, I think it was just a
3: bad impression of Steven Spielberg. Yeah, too. I think all of them were bad impressions. <laughs> but I hope that it's it's just them too. I hope it's just Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain. The rest of the cartoons that flushed out the Animaniacs original oh, show sure.
1: and there were a lot.
3: Yeah, not very good. There no. was like the pigeons that just talked in New York accents, boring. Mm-hmm. That joke got good old fetters. really fast. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah there was the cat and the dog and the cat always was gonna die and the dog saved it Penelope and Buttons or something like that I'm Aww. thinking about I totally don't even
1: remember that I don't
0: remember that one I just remember what's the other one about the Something goes down the drain.
1: Buttons and Mindy is who you're thinking of. Buttons and Mindy. Wow, I was not far off. No. Um, something what goes, goes down
0: d- the drain. Isn't that like a, there's like a baby? Yeah. And it's like something goes down the drain, and that's oh. like the whole joke.
1: Oh
3: wow. Or was that from Tiny Toons? Oh, maybe? I don't. I
0: don't think it was from Tiny Toons. Anymore. I just.
3: I remember I enjoyed Animaniacs quite a bit as a kid. But then when it was anything other than Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain,
1: yeah. Bad. But you, you know, you got to fill out. You got to fill it with something. Yeah.
3: So, oh, it looks good. Whole new generation and all that. On uh, on Hulu, which
1: oh, Hulu. Oh. <laughs> uh, next, See you never. Yeah. <laughs> next coming soon, the Expanse, as I put it on the Q sheet by mistake. So apparently this is the French Space Epic. I was going to say it's a Spanish one. Yes. Uh, sorry. When I, wow. I can't even get my own joke right. Oh, that was your joke. That I was, was my I joke. thought that, the, I don't know. The Spanish, know the I mean. Spanish Space Epic, uh, season five of the Expanse, uh, will be, be coming to Prime Video on December 16th, 2020. We'll have the trailer in the show notes. When you say a
3: like that, it's like all the people that say especially took your ah! right. They, st- I know, doesn't that hurt, <laughs> Does that hurt <laughs> you? I, 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 oh, God. Or expresso? And
1: they,
0: yeah. Espresso. Oh, yeah. that's how it's spelled. No, wait, no, that's no, not, it's not right? how it's spelled. It's an s e s. E-S. Yeah, Espresso. so,
3: I don't know. What, but, but I don't know. For some reason, that one I can forgive more. It's like, that just has gotten everyone's brain and like, okay, you should know that. But where did especially come from? All of a sudden, in the last bunch of years, <laughs> I see like people on the news. It's like, here's a scientist to tell you about COVID, and they're like, "Oh, especially indoors." And I'm like, hey, well, "Get, I get this guy out of here." Yeah, you're fired. You you're, get, that's you it. friggin'
1: passed English nine. You're not supposed to giving me advice about viral load, I'll, dude. I'll, I got a load for you. I'll tell you where especially <laughs> came from. It escaped from the uh, the the prison of terrible. Uh, English escaped is another one that kills me. Ex- oh escaped. brutal. okay, sorry for the sidebar yeah. Ex- Expanse anyways. And Netflix is going to increase prices for its plans. Boo! again Boo! Uh, the basic plan will remain unchanged at 10 Canadian dollars per month. The standard plan will go up a buck to fifteen per month and premium will go up two bucks. To 19 per month. The The article said, effective next billing cycle. Maybe mine hasn't come up because I still paid my $14 uh, on October 12th when mine renewed. So maybe it'll be on the next one where Ugh. it jacks up. And I am really, really talking concernedly about canceling Netflix. Right? Right? Yeah. The horrible timing
2: because Ugh. they could have waited till like maybe the next Stranger Things to do this or like the next really big good you know, movie to come out on like Netflix original movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they waited until Hubie Halloween came out and then they announced (laughs) shit.
0: (laughs) Right? And here's the thing too. It's like if you cancel Netflix, it's not like canceling cable where it's like a big deal and a guy's got to come to your house and disconnect. And if you want to sit back up, oh, it's too late. You're going to have to wait three days. Like literally, if I wanted to cancel Netflix month by month, I could, and I could be like, "Oh, Stranger Things is back. I guess I'll pay for Netflix for a month. Like, why am I paying every month for this thing?"
3: I guess for the so you know There's the no convenience. convenience of not having to like, go in there and just to click it on and off. No, you're totally right, though. I think we all ought to do that. Really, like I signed up for the yearly subscription for Disney Plus, so I don't know what I saved a few shekels there, but. <laughs> you know for uh one or two months of mandalorian then i i haven't really been back to disney plus but with with netflix what i find wild about this this yeah this news to me was like i already was on the precipice of being like of all these streamers all these subscriptions that i have i don't think i'm getting the money's worth from netflix for what i pay there's just not not enough on there as a matter of fact i almost was thinking about Turfing Netflix and then going over to the like because Apple has all these subscription bundles now where Mm. you get not only their TV, but also they've got a fitness thing that's subscription, their news, all this the music, which I already pay 10 bucks a month for. So I went in and I looked at Netflix and their pricing structure, and it is, as you just mentioned, Bud, the the tiers there. It is diabolical Mm. the way that they've set it up. 10 bucks a month. You get one screen with that yeah, S- at M- a time. SD. At that point. SD? I
1: believe so. Whoa,
0: mm-hmm. Okay. No.
3: At that point, you might as well, I mean, even, either not get it or trying to horn it on someone else's. But then the other tiers are like, because I'm at like, I don't know, it's like 16 bucks a month now just for four screens. Mm-hmm. And if I go down just $2 a month, I that halves me in half to only two screens. Wow. And it's just like. That's not enough for, for, I think, for my situation. But I think for, like, the average family, I don't know if two screens is quite enough. Yeah, the way that they've set it up is absolutely t- designed to suck as much money as possible. But I'm sorry. Like, again, for what? for, for why? be Halloween. be Halloween
1: and a, maybe a Dave Chappelle <laughs> special here and there? I don't think it's worth it anymore. I have some salt. I have some salt to sprinkle oh, into the wound. boy. Wounds. In the U.S. and Canada, Netflix just canceled the free trial option. So if you weren't part of Netflix and you wanted to enjoy the free trial that used to be available, here's the Help Center result. Free trials are not available, but you can still sign up and take advantage of all Netflix has to offer. (laughs) (laughs) That's an answer? Just pay me? Just pay Shush and give us some money now. Yeah. So coming up. Is the trial, of the, the trial of the Chicago 7, Season 4 of The Crown, uh, David Fincher's Mank, I think it's called. Like, a bunch of new stuff is coming. Yeah. And, you know, just before Hamilton showed up, Disney Plus canceled their free trial thing. Right. So I think Netflix is holding themselves in a pretty high position, which I don't know that they have. And we'll have to see how it goes for them. Well, I think because they've become the
2: standard now, like, uh, you know, Netflix has become a verb almost, right? Yeah. Uh, so I, that's where this whole thing is coming from, like where we don't need the free trial anymore. You're either going to get
1: Netflix or you're not. But in terms of consumables, I'm watching almost as much Prime, if not more, yeah. than I am on Netflix. The kid that's certainly true. enjoys yeah. some Netflix stuff, but for me, it's, it's Prime right
0: now. I just canceled my Prime.
1: Wild, did you? Really? That, honestly, that surprises me with... Baby coming up, but uh, fair
0: enough. I mean, what is it? Shop local. Yes, exactly. Blood, Bezos is Jeff already a trillionaire. Is, is that uh,
3: why you canceled it?
0: Uh, yeah, partly. And they they screwed me with my balloons and confetti, and I was sick
1: of it. <laughs> oh, that was right, sick of too. it,
0: Bezos. Honestly, if you guarantee shipping for a certain date. It means that thing comes that date.
1: Vote with your wallet. Good
0: <laughs> so call. So I said Kirsten. no more.
3: Nope, good for you. Um, I uh, was I felt very strongly about that as well, Carson. Until <laughs> my dad let me know on our fishing trip a few oh, no. weeks ago that he owns stock in amazon and has done quite well since the start of the pandemic wow. so wow uh,
1: yes thank you please for padding my inheritance <laughs> <laughs> thank you well done dad <laughs> so benedict cumberbatch will be joining spider-man 3 as dr strange presumably the uh, the mentor kind of character that um that we did have from iron man uh, once upon a time so Is this the
0: spider-man that's gonna have jamie foxx in it again
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: yeah, there's so there's a couple things in this. Uh, the the one thing that I ha- like because I I like the idea of Benedict Cumberbatch showing up in the Spider-Man movie. Sure, for like he's he can show up in any movie he wants. <laughs> well, sure.
3: based That's on that much. one interaction in Infinity War, right, Brian? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, between the two of them, I and mean, that was so adorable. Where he Doesn't
0: know what was aliens is. Yeah, that and he's like, yeah. oh, we're using
3: our made-up
2: names."
0: I love that. That was a great. Yeah, scene. yeah it's yeah. cute. Yeah
2: but the the main problem i had with it is just what the the articles uh, like all the clickbait articles about that the the word they chose to use was mentor mm. and i i don't think this is going to be it and i don't think i don't want that to be it because this is supposed to be about peter parker finally being on his own and and sort of being his own Superhero, yeah, he doesn't I need agree. a mentor, yeah, right? right? He he just spent two movies kind of learn how learning how to do his thing without Iron Man, and now all of a sudden Doctor Strange is going to be his quote unquote mentor. So I think all those clickbait articles are wrong about that. Yeah. I don't think he's going to have a major role in this. Um, but the other thing that I'm thinking that like I I was hoping was not going to be the case but it seems like it is kind of maybe pointing that way especially with dr strange having his own multiverse movie coming out is that there's going to be a multiverse element into the in like added into the story well it sounds like too
0: like with all the casting that at least we've heard about and all the rumors of like maybe older spider-man's coming and having appearance in this Mm -hmm. movie like it sounds like something's gonna happen and He's going to be like thrust into a multiverse, and maybe the end. Brian, you're right. Like Benedict Cumberbatch and Doctor Strange aren't going to have a big role, but he's going to show up at the end to basically save him from this multiverse he's ended up in. Like get it him right be, like, into the back into the right one.
2: Yeah, because my, my hope and the, this this also screams kind of like the, the back end Sony deal that's going on between yeah. Sony and Marvel Studios, and like like I was saying to you guys in the um in our group chat like this could have a couple of different outcomes like one of this could be that you know this is really just Sony's way of trying to integrate themselves and their own kind of movie choices uh, about Spider-Man and stuff uh into the MCU which could potentially really make things messy mm-hmm. for the MCU the other thing is that this could also then be Spider-Man's Exit strategy right. for the MCU so that Sony could take Spider-Man back or take some form of Spider-Man back so that maybe even they have their own they like their own sort of Spider-Man franchise to to start building you know on their own again. That I think that's my that's my hope for for this whole thing is that maybe this is a, a, a somewhat of an exit strategy, but also leading to us being able to keep tom holland's version of spider-man in the mcu and it'll just be tom holland's version of spider-man because what what i'm thinking is that maybe this does interview uh introduce like a spider-verse with all sorts of different versions of peter parker maybe a miles morales thrown in and then you know that kind of gets introduced through this mcu version of spider-man but then becomes its own thing because then yeah maybe dr strange pulls tom holland out of it kind of thing Mm
3: -hmm. yeah i'm yeah i all of that stuff is solid like those are really solid speculations brown i I wouldn't be surprised if any of that stuff came to pass i just hope that I don't know the, the whole thing. Whenever you, anyone starts to talk about the exit strategy from the MCU and multiverse stuff, all that, all that stuff just bums me out because it just it feels sad. Obviously, to lose our good Spider Man yeah. out of the MCU, and then it feels, you know, kind of complicating, over and and brutal to have the multiverse stuff. But I mean, hopefully they find a way to make it all make sense and work. And and Doctor Strange, you're right, is kind of more of a more of a guide into maybe maybe that's what it is—a kind of a more mystical storyline for this Spider-Man versus a mentor, for
1: sure. Mm-hmm. So we have a set photo from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which hints. Hence... <laughs> <laughs> and a possible team-up partnership, uh, tense thing, between Daniel Bruhl's character of Baron Zemo... And our friends, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh! There's an Instagram photo, which of course has vanished, but uh, mm-hmm. we're going to link to a tweet from Tucci Comics where, yeah, there's our Sebastian Sam, and he's looking at some guy on a motorcycle with skis <laughs> on the back of it, and I guess that's Baron Zemo, I not
2: no, well, see, the, the thing that I thought, it it looked like they were walking, it actually, in that, I think it's in that photo, it looked like they were actually walking together with a third person that was wearing a similar jacket to the jacket that Daniel Brühl was wearing in like that little teaser I could see um, that. Montage. He's
1: facing away from the camera, but yeah, you're right, he does that have that poofy collar thing.
2: But it would make sense, because like, this is not just a movie, obviously, this is like a TV series, yeah. so there's... Going to be, they have to really expand on episodes, and I'm sure there's going to be, like, I'm sure he's going to be maybe an overarching villain in this thing, but there's probably going to be, you know, kind of like what they do with 24, where sometimes, you know, they introduce a big badass villain, and then halfway through the season, that villain is somehow working with Jack Bauer because. (laughs) you know, he has something useful to bring to the table. Or apparently. the enemy it's of my enemy. It's not like enemy. he's going to be, yep, I yeah, he's not going to be totally a good guy for that whatever. character.
1: I will also note that the guy on the motorcycle with the skis for the, for the back of his seat has duct tape around the, the base of the seat in which looks like there's a bottle of water and a baseball bat. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, and so the bottle of water is fine, but I mean, you're going to, it's, duct tape is not a sheath. Okay, you're not going to go fishing yeah. and pull a bat he's right. out of duct tape. I, the oh, physics God. of this are, anger me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just looking at the... The practicality of this is... Anyways, we have more set photos. Okay, uh, from the Batman, and it's Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz, and they all look very dapper and sad. And it's somebody's funeral. Somebody oh, died there. They love
3: doing it. Oh, we got set photos for
1: you. Oh, get! Oh, they're wearing a suit. Yes,
3: <laughs> a exactly. bath suit is no, no, what no, we no, want. A tailored no, suit. Yeah. no tuxedo suits. Boring. <laughs> I don't care. I've already been to Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz's bar mitzvahs. I've <laughs> seen them in suits. I don't care about that.
1: Zoe Kravitz is wearing a fascinator the size of my child. It's fascinating. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Really, it's a heck of a look. Great jacket, though. And um, very sharp, claw, pointy nails, which is certainly, uh, I would say, not unintentional.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, She's a catwoman, isn't she?
1: Yeah, yeah. Selena Kyle. I'm so excited for her to be Selena Kyle for once. Oh, sure. Um, Cleopatra. It L- looks to be a movie that is coming to us in the world at some point. It's just in development, but it's going to put Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins uh, from Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, uh, direct by Patty Jenkins, uh, back together again.
0: So oh that's kind of
1: neat. Oh, that is kind of oh neat. good. Says Kirsten, what does that mean? <laughs> 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 We had a fairly light cue sheet to begin with, and we're blasting through things, and honestly, I'm not mad about it. Um, but Cleopatra, hang okay, on here. Right.
3: I, let's go back to this for just I one second here. Cleopatra is a movie about that, that a person named yes. that? Yes, yeah. Okay, well, that could be kind of neat. Remember, there was a, a an old movie called Cleopatra about- um,
0: With uh, Audrey Hepburn?
3: Was it Audrey Hepburn, or was no, it- um, Elizabeth, no, yes, Elizabeth uh,
1: Taylor. Yes, Elizabeth yeah, Taylor, that's Elizabeth. what I meant. Yeah, which- 1963. Wasn't that like a classic, classic movie? Definitely, definitely. But it played her like like a um, seductress.
3: Yeah, isn't she that? Isn't it the story of Cleopatra that she kind of was
1: like banging around and causing all these problems? I reckon, but... It's 2022, so it's 2020, comma, two. So... <laughs> we
0: went this time war. Sorry, happen? right? Sure. So I, oh I reckon God. we'll hopefully the snap.
1: have a, a different spin on the character. But do you think it could be done in a 2020 way,
3: which is more empowering? Like, yeah, she's using her sex as a weapon. Yes, yes, yes I would think so. Uh, right, and yeah. then has the last laugh on these silly boys or whatever it is. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it could be neat. So Gal Gadot is going to play Cleopatra then? Looks like, yep. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I find that kind of stuff is interesting, and if it's done in a cool way, there's all kinds of neat stories of that time that have been done in this, like, old-timey Charlton Heston way that is boring and stupid. (laughs) But, you know, if if it's done in a sweet way where it's got them all taking a bunch of psychedelic
1: mushrooms or something like that, I could be into it. Yeah. So this is neat. There is going to be... I don't know if this whole thing is me there's a nickelodeon animated star trek show coming
0: another one called
1: star trek prodigy what's it about so that's where i was going to pause and see what you thought i'm not honestly sure what it you know what it's about specifically however kate mulgrew will be coming back to voice captain janeway okay. which to me is super cool because Damn, she's got a voice, hmm? and it's—it was just—it was definitely, and maybe I don't know. I'm an audio file kind of guy, but it was always like a a very distinct, defining factor of her as a character on that ship, on that show. Yeah, she just cut through like that voice was authority, and yet it was also vulnerable too. You know, um, I love Kate Mulgrew's. Um, Portrayal of Captain Janeway on Star Trek Voyager, and so yeah, to know that she's going to be back as a voice on this animated show. Where'd it go? I wish that Voyager show was more fun. I really
3: do. It's just, it's a, to me, it's unwatchable for how boring it is. Really?
1: Oh, boring? You find it? Hey, okay, yeah, fair enough. Fair
3: and, enough. and kind of how far away it got from original Star Trek, and you know. They're in the Delta Quadrant, You're literally far as well. Yeah. I know. The whole, I don't know. They took what was kind of rough about The Next Generation was that you get all trekno babbly and yeah. it kind of was taking itself so seriously and just ramp, and then boring as well, and then ramped that up. And also, so much emphasis on the horrible, horrible supporting characters the the alien that uh, was the chef i hated that neelix i hated that he was a denobulan and why, they, do, they, I, they, why they, do i know they, this why do you know that that's incredible you know so like if i if i flip on a random episode of voyager and i know i'm gonna get a neelix happy episode i'm just like <laughs> i'll just not watch that show again for another year it's brutal and even the rest of it too even the exciting stuff is terribly boring it's just like that that was what needed to re- be rebooted by jj J. abrams like that's what that was the state of star trek yeah was this really like boring
1: plodding lame ugh, show so um sorry quick uh interjection Neelix was a Talaxian. Dr. Flux was a Denobulan. There we go. Uh, I, oh, was he the one in Enterprise? Yes. Because the same type of character. Terrible. However, Dr. Phlox's portrayal was much, much better. Like, I did find Neelix quite grating at times.
3: Well, and you know, it's just too bad because I do agree with you that T.K. Mulgrew was a sweet Star Trek captain. I just wish he was in a more fun show. So I, I'll also say, as long as we're talking about uh, Star Trek cartoons, that I uh, they wrapped up. The season one
1: of uh, Star Trek Lower Decks. And it is so awesome. Is it? I haven't even started it. It's on my list, but I keep ending up with these other crazy Amazon Prime shows to watch. So
3: I. Oh my god! I'm the the the, the main character uh, Mariner. I'm so in love with as a character. She's so much fun. She's so awesome. And the last two episodes, the 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 penultimate episode of this season. Wait, a good you, we you use that well. Yeah. Which one? Which one of the penultimate? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, Brian. That's no, not how Brian's it works.
3: Only one. So. Oh right. All right. The. It was so good that I thought it was the finale. Wow. It it was so good. It did such an interesting, different thing. I was like, well, that's it for the season. And then I saw a thing about how Jonathan
1: Frakes is on the – Finale as Riker? I got got spoiled about that in a in an article and was a little ticked, but yes.
0: Did he have a beard?
3: uh,
1: Oh yeah, he. Oh yeah, very angular, you know, cartoony. I was like,
3: oh dang, I guess I haven't seen the finale, and I went and watched it, and it was rad. It was so good. (laughs) I can't wait for more of that. And that's it. That's a Star Trek show. That's fun. It could be fun,
1: you guys! Okay, all right. Have some fun with this thing, anyways. Star Trek Prodigy follows a group of teenagers who use an abandoned no. starship to search for adventure. Boo! No.
3: <laughs> <No.
1: laughs> Terrible. No. I, Terrible! I pondered on whether or not to even tell you guys oh. that. Oh, <laughs> my God, that sounds awful we have the release schedule for the Mandalorian season two. Oh, and it definitely. is a lot less complicated than the last time because I think, you know, they were like, they were jumping days and some were Wednesdays and some were Fridays yeah. and they bunched a, no, so. Yeah.
3: It needs to be like old school, like when Airwolf was on and they would, Friday is at 5 You this, know what I mean? This year it will be. Did
0: you just make up a show called Airwolf? No! no! Airwolf We've was a real thing. It. It's a
1: super cool helicopter. It's a helicopter. Had a stealth mode. How do you put a stealth? On a helicopter! Ah, yeah, Airwolf was it's a less great fly? show. Yeah. You're so young. Uh, so it'll be all Fridays. <laughs> <Same experience>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. That's right. Dude, son of a gun. Um, October 30th, and then November 6th, 13th, 20th, and 27th, and then December 4th, 11th, and 18th. So it'll all wrap up before Christmas. So that's one Wait, so two, is three, that every four, Friday? Five, is that a six, Friday seven, Eight nine. episodes, eight chapters, and yes, every Friday. Oh. Ah. Oh. What would
2: be awesome then? Because like, if it wraps up in December, you'd think that some at some point in December, Wandavision is going to start. <gasps> so Mandalorian is going to take us into Wandavision.
0: Oh, I hope so. Okay,
3: do you know what they need? Yeah, you're good. That sounds fun, Brian. Now, do you know what is? <laughs> They ought to do is that as long as we're talking about Fridays at nine, actually, it is Fridays at midnight because this is the internet, so it drops at a time, right?
1: Thursday at midnight.
3: Well, it's Friday at midnight on the East Coast, and so then we get to watch it at nine Nine. Mm -hmm. o'clock, right? What they need to do is release it Thursday at nine. Sure. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah. So quit saying it like that. Oh, it comes out this day and that it, means midnight. It so, is in name. <laughs> yeah. Nerds are going to stay up till midnight yeah. where it comes out at midnight and we're going to watch it at nine. It should come out at a time when people sit down to watch TV. So there is that, you know, for all the hardcore fans, there is like a collective viewing experience that you can set a date with your TV to sit down, especially as it gets parcels out weekly as Mandalorian does. Thursdays at 9 we get we have a date with our TV to sit down and watch it all you know
0: do you think that that it's at all like a streaming or buffering thing that if they did do that uh, that there might not be the tubes to, to, <laughs> to do it to handle it if
1: people were awake so by by launching it so late at night you sort of have a staggered yeah. um op- that is a really that could be good it, question yeah. actually really what do you think of that Brian
2: well, yeah, because it could cr- – yeah, it could cr- – I, I, I'm wondering if it could, like, after all of those views at the same time with all these people awake, it could crash the thing.
0: Yeah, like, I feel like if every single person that had a Netflix subscription logged on at the same time to watch something – and not necessarily the same thing, but anything – I feel like there would be issues.
3: That seems very – I mean, you guys know better than I do – and I know certainly there are times where like, "Oh, and a website crashed because so many people wanted to move to Canada mm-hmm. but <laughs> I, like I know that happens, obviously, but it just feels very weird to me. It's just like, oh, we didn't have enough mice on the treadmill at one time, so we couldn't make it do to everybody like but that's like, almost it right? what, what, like, what kind of technology are we working with here in 1970s <laughs> um, the other thing too is I'm, I'm I bet you
2: paul you're you're probably glad that in and around the release of The Mandalorian, I'm still probably going to be working from home because when The Mandalorian Season 1 came out, I would quickly get all my work done on the Friday and then watch it at work before I go into the control room <laughs> and, uh, for, for the mixtape. And so I go into the control room with this, like, satisfied
1: look on my
3: face. <laughs> I just
2: watched <laughs> The Mandalorian.
1: I got to see something before you. Yeah, that's true. Staying on Disney+, Plus, they have given a new collective name to Fox's properties of the X-Men and the Fantastic Four Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And it is Marvel Legacy and Legacy. There is no better word to make you sound old (laughs) than Legacy.
0: Wait, so this isn't like for new stuff. This is only to refer to old the Fox to the Fox
1: properties, which Uh. they're they're tying that off. They're done. (laughs) If they do anything new, it won't be. They'll be able to differentiate the two of them by calling them. Uh, legacy. This is X Men X Two, Fantastic Four, The Wolverine, X Men Days of Future Past, uh, Fantastic Four. First one was t- 2005. This one, the next one was 2015, and X Men Apocalypse. Those are the and that's
2: the ones. main thing that I pulled from that is that they're really doing this because they're gearing up to introduce some of these characters mm-hmm. now, sure hope rebooted so. into the MCU.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. It'll be good. I hope they happen, and maybe in the Spider Man, mm-hmm. or in mm-hmm. the Wandavision, or whatever.
3: It didn't make the cue sheet this week, but there was also some pretty major news about, um, and Mary Harrison posted this on our geek thing, whatever. It's
0: happy birthday.
3: It's her birthday? It's
0: her birthday. Happy, hey, happy birthday. birthday, to birthday. To Mary She'll probably Harrison. hear this tomorrow. So happy birthday, happy belated <laughs> birthday
3: to Mary
1: Harrison.
3: Um, about uh, Disney announcing that they were going to majorly restructure and shift a lot of their focus to streaming, which. Kind of, I when I saw that, I, like that makes sense to me,
1: as opposed to like theme parks. And
3: well, the theme parks will movies. always be there. I mean, once you get the Imagineers doing things, it pretty much yeah. runs itself. But I think this is in terms of like sending stuff to theaters oh, sure. or for TV or whatever. It's like you know they want to build on the success, obviously, of Disney Plus, but they want to create content. It seems like to go to there. And that, to yeah. me, makes sense. I
0: guess when I first saw the article, I thought the same as you, too, Paul. I was like, well, that makes sense to go to streaming. But then, you know, Mary commented about, hey, they laid off all the people in the parks. Mm. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this isn't just the streaming, like, coming from TV stuff. They're talking about they're refocusing their revenue, yes, from the parks, from the, wow. um, the um, toys, from the everything into streaming, which what? kind of seems strange.
1: It seems like a move that a smaller company would have been able to pivot faster to make. Like I'm surprised Disney Disney has been able to make this move in such a short period of time based on their size with all that's happening with the coronavirus. Because the fact is, they could pivot back if they wanted to, I suppose. But right now, it does seem the prudent move. Is to keep people get people to your streaming service yeah. and push your content content out there. Well, it's certainly easier to convince people that they
3: just need to have the streaming service for, you know, eighty dollars a year than I guess you know, and it's going to be increasingly difficult, never mind the pandemic, to get and convince people to schlep out to a movie theaters and throw down $20 on your bad Mulan remake.
0: Yeah.
3: So, and yeah, I, it does make sense. I feel
0: like if they're going to go that way in the future, though, they need two different tiers. It's $89. Yes. And mm. you get whatever, and then the movie's three months later. Or yeah. if you want everything, you want all those first-run releases, okay, well, now you're paying, I don't know, $200, which is for insane. This, yeah,
1: for the yeah. premiere. Because that's what I fear as well is that Black Widow is going to come to Disney Plus three months later if you don't want to pay an extra forty bucks for it today.
0: But but I'm okay with like them having a subscription service where here's the premium price you will get all of the releases, your first
1: run movies, yeah.
0: And and yeah, it's a premium cost, yeah, and then here's the second thing. tier, and you're going to have to wait a bit.
3: What is so wild about this is you know in the discussion that's been happening for the last handful of years about. Going to a movie theater versus streaming movies at home, always Disney was kind of the villain in that they were taking over movie theaters. Only Disney owned the properties that were big enough that would pull mass amount of audiences out to theaters in big enough numbers for them to be these big, profitable, theme park, amusement-style, ride-style movies. And now they're the ones who are the first out of the gate being like, now we're going to focus up on streaming to the point – yeah, this is in the tweet here that was announcing this. A major re- reorganization, streaming becomes the most important facet of the company's business. Yeah. like That is quite the statement for the company that cranks out consistently billion-dollar in-theater movie experiences. Yeah.
1: But the thing is to me it says that they are recognizing that they're hemorrhaging money – in yeah. th- you know to to make theatrical releases right. and continue all the the hype in their theme parks
2: because they not, and not only theatrical releases how much money per day like i've heard the 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 numbers were in like the millions or billions in terms of dollars per day that they were losing um uh, from Disneyland and Disney
3: World and, and all that yeah, stuff. I imagine. That's a shame because those uh, i know there are businesses you know, and, and, a, and a part of a larger business like any else. But uh, they, to me, look feel like standalone things. They're like institutions or municipalities almost that, you know, can't go away. But I think what this means is we're going to get a That Darn Cat remake one of these days. Oh, Paul. <laughs> Well, There's in. a that darn cat remake yeah, reboot okay. coming on. Okay. Soft that darn cat reboot coming down the oh, right.
0: Okay. No, that no. darn cat. Remember that? Yes. But we are <laughs> Disney is doing a doing a nice to us. What is happening?
1: <laughs> Paul just fell out of his chair. He was so proud of his own gag.
0: <laughs> remember that darn
3: cat, you guys? Thank you, Paul. We did yeah. it. Oh okay. okay. You don't off. either remember it.
0: Excuse me, okay. Mr. Memberberry over there. Then why aren't you laughing remember harder
3: at this joke? Paul
0: Fett. <laughs> That's <laughs> why. Um <Wow>. also <laughs> um on that note, um uh, take a take a caboose off the Paul is right train no. is off because uh Soul is coming, coming to, Disney, to Plus. Disney Plus for free on Christmas Day. How is that a caboose? Because on the on the Facebook group you said, oh they're gonna release it, it's gonna be thirty dollars, it's not gonna be for free, blah 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 blah. And then it was.
3: Well, good. That train's got so many cabooses on it, it's dangerous to take it over certain bridges.
1: Okay, last couple things. George R. R. Martin explains what happens to Hodor. <laughs> if
3: there's a that no, Darn yeah, Cat remake be, uh, while uh, we are recording this podcast <laughs> still in our lives, no. the, the train explodes. That's it. It's like <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly train explosion.
1: That's the greatest I caboose I could dead possibly from shock do. If that <laughs> my God. Yeah, Winds of Winter is supposed to come out uh, in 2021, and George R. R. Martin. Uh, changes what was done with the television show. Says that what the television show did was great, but uh, he's going in a different direction. Do I spoil what was said? Oh my god. We'll get to this, bud, because I'm
3: heartbroken about Hodor, but... There already was a that darn cat remake oh in 19- my gosh. 1997 starring Christina Ricci. How could so I forget? Glad we got
1: this over with. Okay, oh, so. I'm so
3: stupid. 1965 was the original, of course. <sighs> 1997. Oh,
0: that's the one I, I only knew about that one. About was the Christina? old? No, the new one. Oh, you didn't know about the original? No, I didn't know about the original. Oh,
3: my gosh.
1: So, from the new music? Everything's it, a
2: remake. Everything's a remake. From the new music. Did it, you know that uh, The Fast and the Furious was a remake? Is it really? 1954, the original.
3: Oh, whoa. You know what? Are you kidding me? That rings true because it's kind of in the same genre as the Italian job, which they also remade. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know who's in the remake of That Darn Cat was Doug E. Doug. Doug E. Doug. (laughs) I remember. I don't really remember Doug E. Doug too much. From, um, shoot.
2: Where is he from now? The, uh... Bobsled,
0: cool runnings, cool runnings. <laughs> oh my god, really? You yeah. were Senka?
3: <laughs> yeah. Are you dead? Oh, <laughs> uh, he had a real run with Disney movies. After cool runnings, he was an Operation Dumbo drop, of course. And then that darn cat, and then Rusty, a dog's tail. So I guess everything
1: for a while had to have an animal in it. No, oh,
0: I remember the animal times.
1: Uh, the cat from outer space. That was a great movie. <laughs> The Shaggy Dog.
0: The Ugly Dash
3: Hound. Well, you know what? I, I just think with this th- new
1: focus on streaming that we're ripe for another That Darn Cat reboot. <laughs> Anyways, go to the <laughs> Q sheet if you want to see the difference between TV Hodor and book Hodor. I'm, no, tell I us what happened, Bob. But... Okay, fine. Uh, telling, so J.R.R. Martin says, so telling Hodor to hold the door is more like hold this pass. Uh, in the book, Brian, uh, sorry, Brian, Brian, Hodor has stolen one of the old swords from the crypt because Bran has been warging into Hodor and practicing with his body because Bran had been trained in sword play. So uh, Hodor's job is to hold the pass uh, when enemies are coming and Hodor is fighting and killing them. little different, but the same idea.
3: Uh, Okay, as long as this will hold the pass, though, how does that get there? No,
1: no, it doesn't. It's not meant to time with the name, I don't think. But that's the whole thing, isn't it? it? Ties in with the name. I think what they did is they reverse engineered it for the show. But I don't. I. I think that's that's where I think that came from. But no, it, it doesn't make any sense to be hope ho pass. But it, it's going to be
3: hope pass. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I got <a> hope pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's year on my birthday? I got hope okay, pass. All right, all right. Get, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Now. <laughs>
0: George
3: R.R. Martin just retcons that in. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, that darn cat. Now, (laughs) um, I think, yeah, but is it going to be the whole thing about going back in time and walking into Hodar and breaking his brain? I mean, like, that was all so powerful. So brilliant. And such a unique way to kind of do the grandfather paradox yes. thing. Yes. Okay, such, a, such an interesting new take on that. Such a, it's
1: almost a trope these days, you know, sure. the, the, the grandfather paradox. And so, yeah, this was a very original way for the TV show to tackle it. I loved it.
0: So I don't
3: understand how it's going to do. And, like, hold the pass? What the heck?
0: Yeah. Hold pass. We've been over this.
1: Oh pass. And <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown... <laughs> Who we know as Eleven from Stranger Things, apparently um, auditioned to be Leanna Mormont. Brian
0: got, Brian gets a train on the cabooses, right? Yeah, that's my right. train. Called, called
1: this way in advance, and her, re- her, re- her not getting that part almost made her quit acting. Thank goodness she didn't, because now we have Eleven in, uh, in all the homes, but... Uh, that's, yeah, that was a wild story to come out. I could see her
3: being good in that role, but I'm glad we got the Leanna Mormont Bella that we Ramsey. did. Truly. truly. When,
0: yeah. What I said when I heard this news, I was like, there's no way. She was too old to be that role.
1: And it turns out. They're the same Bella age? Ramsey is a year older. She's
0: older? Year- older, yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that's
1: about build too. And finally, Nathan Apodaca, the Idaho plant, uh, potato plant worker. Uh, who got viral famous for, after his car broke down, he took a longboard to work and he put on a TikTok of him longboarding to work drinking some Ocean Spray and put the Fleetwood Mac Dreams song back on the charts. Oh God, it's so good. Ocean Spray drove up with a brand new truck full of Ocean Spray stuff and said, the drinks are yours, the truck is yours. Thanks for keeping it positive. I thought that was a really
0: sweet. Thing. I love that Ocean Spray... Did something more than just like here's a lifetime supply of lotion spray. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah, Yeah, they read into it. They learned. They did their research. Like his car.
0: Yeah. Did you? You said that he longboarded, but you mentioned his car broke down. Sorry.
1: Because he had 15 minutes to get to work, his car broke down. He was saving up for a new one. Mm -hmm. When he got a little bit virally famous, I think he started to get like a. Like a like a GoFundMe, like some sort of crowdfunding thing. It was like twenty k in there, I think. But then Ocean Spray shows up and does this. It was uh, that's uh, just beautiful. Yeah, I I think it's um, honestly like, yeah, Ocean Spray. This this was the
3: right thing to do because MSRP on a brand new truck that they that they gave to him. I'm going to say between forty five fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. The amount of advertising they got... Priceless. Okay, dwarfs that price tag. And then the goodwill along with it to drop a brand new truck at his house. Like, you can't buy that, but again, for 50 grand, that's a really cheap ferocious spray to do that. Really, really good. By the way, because we were having a big sing-along dance party on the weekend on Thanksgiving at my house. and To Dreams? I put on dreams great, at one point, great. yeah, with the lyrics because Apple Music is this great thing where you can hit the lyrics and it just gives you like the lyrics scrolls on your screen on your nice. Apple TV as you're listening to the song. And the songwriting and the lyric writing in that song blows me away. Like classic song, everyone knows obviously, and you know thunder only happens when it's raining and all that stuff. Like they're the great lines Are you that everyone like the knows. Verses
1: and the whole structure is a
3: fucking incredible dude. Nice, nice. I like I'm mad at every artist who is not as good as Stevie Nicks. I know it's an impossible. <laughs> so that's standard. everybody. Yeah, but like the songwriting is unbelievable. Yeah. And and I just look at that. Look at that level of lyric writing and endeavor for it, please all songwriters, especially in like rock and roll music.
1: And thank you Nathan Apodaca for giving us, you know, renewed appreciation for a great song, yes. and then hopefully for appreciating a great album. Reviews- so oh, is this so, another li-
2: li- um, blown-up caboose on Paul's train about TikTok? How oh, many yeah, more weeks right. do you say TikTok-
0: it has? Yeah!
3: How dead is TikTok there? Oh, no one saw it until I like got reposted over to Instagram. Everyone it knows TikTok. that. No, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> Listen, everyone remembers I'm Thunder. I'm cool. Thunder only happens when it rains. But listen to this lyric, like a heartbeat drives you mad in the stillness of remembering what you had.
0: Hey, that's you know not even that the is? best line in the song! That, that's a fucking amazing line! That is like from Turn of the Screw, which we'll talk about later as The Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh! <laughs> let's move on to it's reviews not, It's not an rec- exact quote, but that's uh, what happens. There. Oh, no, 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 I'm thinking of the Telltale Heart.
3: Do we blow through everything? We don't even get to do a speed round this week.
1: I'm okay with that. Yeah.
3: I had a couple
2: things that weren't on the cue sheet. Then go speed know, round! Just, speed round. They'll them. just make you mad. There's one about Robert Downey Jr. talking about his third Sherlock Holmes um, <laughs> movie. And how he's uh, planning on, because he's producing it, no. and he's planning on turning it into its own like no, um, so gave him too much power. Universe. No. So he's he's making it his own like Sherlock Holmes MCU. Oh. So, make, <laughs> no. so there you go. So that'll make him mad. And then the other one that'll make Paul mad probably is uh, that the producer of the Joker movie has an idea for a uh, dark solo film based on Mister Freeze. <laughs>
1: Mr. Freeze, are you kidding me? Uh.
3: No, you know what? I actually love that. Good. Bring it on. The Joker's been done to death. <laughs> Mr. Freeze, we only have one Mr. Freeze, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. So if you got something real gritty, a real hot take on Mr. Freeze, just do it and shut it up. Just,
2: it reminds me of the SNL sketch about Oscar the Grouch.
3: Oh, that was so good. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Um That's all I'll I I'll speed round uh this late breaker that uh, the cast for the Mad Max spin-off Fur, 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 Furio, Fur that darn cat the movie.
1: <laughs> Fur
3: Fury Mad Furry, Max that Furiosa! darn cat. Furry cat that okay. darn one. Furiosa. Um Anya Taylor-Joy? Do you know? Nope. uh uh-uh. uh I think that's going to be the the, 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 the cat, the darn cat. Furiosa. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is going to be in this thing. Cool. Yaha Abdul-Mateen II. Oh, from Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Okay. So that sounds pretty good. But still, what a bummer that uh, Shirley's is not going to be in
1: her own movie. Yeah, kind of a shame. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Anna Taylor-Joy was in Playmobile, the movie. <laughs> Okay, let's go to uh, ninety one. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, she. Oh no, she was right. She was uh, magic in the New Mutants. I knew I recognized from something from the trailer of the New Mutants. The movie, that movie nobody's seen. She was uh, Ileana Rasputin. So I War don't magic. I don't know, but
3: is that going to? Yeah. Okay, so Anna Taylor Joy is going to be the young Furiosa.
1: Yeah, would have to think. Yeah. Not good for her. Cool. Reviews and recommendations. Let's have a 91-second movie review of Hubie Halloween. And now... A zone at 91.3, 91-second movie review. Five, four,
3: three, two, and...
1: Action!
2: Midway through my watch of Adam Sandler's latest Netflix movie, Hubie Halloween, the thought occurred to me that Adam Sandler must be the nicest guy in Hollywood. This seems evident for two reasons, the second of which I'll get into in about 58 seconds. But the first reason this popped into my head is simply because you would think that it would take the nicest guy in Hollywood to convince any actor to attach themselves to such a silly project. While he's rounded up the usual crew of Happy Madison actors, he's also joined by the likes of Ray Liotta, Michael Chiklis, and George Wallace. On top of this, it's worth mentioning that a pretty notable old Sandlerverse character makes a quick surprise cameo in the opening minutes of this film. For a while now, Adam Sandler movies have practically become their own genre. You don't watch it because you're looking for a deep and thought-provoking cinematic experience, for the most part you know what you're gonna get. There is a definite quality scale when it comes to these films that usually depends on the craziness of the story's overall world. Based on that, Hubie Halloween lands somewhere in between grown-ups and grown-ups Too. Like his usual crew of Happy Madison actors, there's an element of familiar comfort that many fans get out of Sandler films. You can even say that these movies are to slapstick comedies as shows like The Office are to Netflix. I'm sure that many fans feel the same gravitational pull to these films that actors feel to star in them. This brings me to the second reason Adam Sandler must be the nicest guy in Hollywood. Just as a credits roll on Hubie Halloween, and I thank the Netflix gods that the movie is over, a slate pops up with a beautifully written tribute to late young actor Cameron Boyce, who played Sandler's son in both grown ups films and tragically died in his sleep last year. This reminds you that Sandler's very much like a lot of his characters, who have a goofy and often angry exterior, but all turn out to be. To have a giant heart. Cut!
1: That's a wrap! Brian, those that was that was great. Those ones are always great. I'm totally lying because I didn't actually hear this one, but um I listened to it while I was pooping, Brian! Oh my god. Nice. Yeah. Wow, that was don't, was, don't encourage.
2: You me. must have listened to a couple of them then. <laughs> 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 Only ninety-one seconds.
3: Yeah, I think I can't remember how it timed out. But anyways, yeah, I was on the toilet for sure. But uh yeah. Kirsten, do you watch things while you're pooping? You were not no. here for that conversation. No. Really? Yeah, but
0: but I um, did have a follow-up question to that, though, because okay. Johnny was actually really worried and, and, and wanted me to ask this question. Oh. Why does it take four minutes oh my to God. wipe? Oh, my
1: God. I am
3: a meticulous wiper.
0: But four minutes... If you're, if you're wasting four minutes of your life every
1: time, get a flippin' bidet.
0: Are you get, a me? get a bidet! Day. Are you
3: kidding me? Oh. Get a Tushy! By the way, I should. And everyone should. Sponsored yes. by Tushy. And anyone who doesn't have a handheld take-off head no. to really spray pressurized water up their asshole, you are not walking. And get water all wanna. over your damn bathroom. No, oh, in the dish. shower,
1: Oh,
0: in the
3: shower. In the shower. Oh, sure. I don't have to
0: get up and like waddle over to the shower.
3: Not every time, but I'm just saying no, when just you shower. Showering. Yeah, when you shower. <laughs> As part You're of the showering of bro- shower? No! When you as part of the shower process, okay. Yeah, listen, if I can time it right, where it really truly is a shit shower shave okay. situation, yes. I love to go straight from the toilet right to the shower and, like and squirt and the pressurize water up the butt. Anyone who doesn't do that is walking around with a dirty asshole. I'm sorry. We in North America are so backwards. When you travel to other parts of the world, back me up on this, Brian. When you go there. There, they have hoses hanging next to the toilets, even yeah. in the airports, because that's how civilized people should clean their buttholes. Not using after every poop, dry paper. Right? Okay. Can you imagine if you, if you fell down and scraped a bunch of dog shit on your arm? Would you just go, "Oh darn it," and take some paper towel and just wipe <laughs> it, and be like, "Good enough. Back to work." Ridiculous. I've been saying this for years. We can't use the wet wipes. They're clogging up the sewers with fat balls. We need to be spraying our holes and no one's doing this get yeah, a tushy. T- i should get a tushy but i also have a handheld shower thing but also it takes four minutes because i get in there i get I, right get, in there at that, least four minutes you've got to be clean a lot not time. a single speck left okay. on the toilet okay. paper all right stop okay. stop. stop
1: let punch. but you don't know
0: how oh long does it God. take you uh. not, to wipe like i don't know probably sub one minute.
3: Get a timer going. Sub. Get well, sub a minute. Yeah. I can't imagine how disgusting you are as a person, <laughs> but I don't know why you're so upset about this. Everybody poops and everybody wipes. Okay? Yeah, we wait, don't need to spend
1: the conversation the Geek podcast. I'm wait. gonna write.
3: I'm gonna write a, a <laughs> sequel called Everybody Wipes. And what's oh your technique? Clockwise Squirrel. Anyways, Clockwise <laughs> Squirrel, what the, the <laughs> sequel to that darn cat.
0: Now. Anyway, this all yeah. makes sense because we were talking about Huey oh Halloween. My God.
2: And your, your book uh, called Everybody Wipes is not going to sell well in Japan because they all have de- bidets. Because <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
3: right, they're cleaner. Or...
2: Were
1: you making a QB Halloween yeah, joke? Because it was
0: it's shitty. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I got um, that. Too.
0: I unfortunately watched this movie before I heard Brian's ninety-one second movie review. <laughs> yeah.
2: See, gotta wait. Oh
0: God! It was it was sh- okay. Why? Why does Adam Sandler have to put on a voice like that?
3: Yeah. No, what, I don't. Yeah. I, I know. What is this? It's not a comedy if he's not doing the voice. You reach new levels of what the fuck. Yes. In this movie. <laughs> it really did. Like, and this voice in particular, it was a new one. Like that's not his mm-hmm. original, like uh like he has a it's he has not, a few yeah, voices. It's, not Waterboy, it's yeah. Yeah, the Waterboy, which was kind of uh, a a spin off of what he did as uh, Canteen Boy, right? right. On SNL. Yeah. yeah. And so he needed a new Dumb, silly voice, and this is what he came up with? How bad?
0: It's so bad. Like, what is he trying to, like, portray with this stupid voice he's putting on? That he's not Intelligent? Adam Sandler.
3: Yeah, like, yeah, I think I that. I, like, but I think that, like, he really wants to differentiate, like, serious leading men... Adam Sandler, <laughs> right? Uncut gems yeah. and uh, <laughs> that one role voice. and leading man Adam Sandler <laughs> to his jokey comedy, dum dumb Adam Sandler, and he, so he's got to put a silly voice and an underbite on.
0: Like I feel like this movie would have been at least ten percent more enjoyable if he didn't have that voice. You're on right the whole time.
3: Yeah, you're right. It
0: wow. was just so unnecessary.
3: And mm. I, the the moment for me, Brian, like that, I was just like, yeah, to to. Agree with your review was like, what the hell am I watching? Is like in the first few seconds when he remember he like drinks the eggs and then he mm. vomits like oh, projectile God, yeah. vomits and then right back to yeah. riding the bike. It's yeah. like, what kind of comedy is this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I know. Like, and I'm I would be surprised. I want to see the the Netflix. Watching uh, graph and uh, analytics, <laughs> I bet that a lot of people probably got to that level, point in the movie mm-hmm. and were just like, like, I'm out. I'm out. It. Yeah. I'm yeah. turning this freaking thing off. Yeah. Um, not to mention when Ben Stiller in his cameo, R- Brian, I've said too many horrible things already. Do you want to yell the line that he yells? The one line, pretty much, that Ben Stiller. Well, I don't even remember. What did he, what did he yell? I'll set you up. It's in the first bit of the movie, and he comes in, and there's the reveal that the in the mental institution, the uh, patient has replaced himself under the covers with Jello and a hot dog to look like a boner. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, and do you remember what he yells? No, I totally don't. Not me either. He go. He yells, "Psycho on the loose." Oh, I. T- <laughs> How? <laughs> they, I don't yeah, think how I was do you really say meant to remember that? Like it just felt like, oh my god, this thing's horrible already. <laughs> See, in that part, like I was,
2: I was probably a little bit distracted because of the fact that he was playing his Happy Gilmore character. In yeah. first, and oh. I was
0: distracted by the hot dog boner.
2: Oh, that too. Yeah.
3: Okay. <laughs> All right. So from there, I want to say, I want to actually defend this movie. I l- enjoyed it. I. <laughs> Like, what yeah it's not, it's not good but it's a movie
1: wow. <laughs> it's a
3: dumb 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 I comedy was not expecting that and it's a bunch of like r- look it listen to this podcast know what you know about me i can talk about some you know heady things i like to be challenged i like to speak intelligently if i can wrap my brain around some things I also clearly love wiping your butt and boner jokes, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> and for an hour and a half,
0: whatever it was... It was two hours long! That's too long. Oh, my God. It was like, was one, it two hours? I think it might have been 153, but it was, like, encroaching oh. on two hours more than it had any right to be. I yeah.
3: I was kind of into it, and, like, I was kind of excited to learn, was the really a werewolf <laughs> on the loose, or was this... Uh, mental patient escape, mental patient killing people and it's just like I liked it. And I also love one of the gimmicks of the movie is the, the mom is always wearing like hilariously yeah. terrible joke shirts mm-hmm. which I just find that phenomenon hilarious and it is a very true thing, especially in small towns where you just have these people wearing like thrift store shirts that say horrific things on them. I hate t shirts with writing on them so much. <laughs> and so to just me mocking that, I thought it was quite funny. And the boner joke I thought was funny, I
0: I like it.
1: One hour and 42 minutes. Gay okay, was close. Say that again. I, it
0: felt like it was longer than
1: that. So I don't know.
3: Brian, you, you talk in your review that it's they're, they're, the redeeming thing is that clearly this is just Adam Sandler palling around with his friends and then pays this heartwarming tribute to this actor who unfortunately died. But didn't you think it had other redeeming qualities as a bad comedy? I think in that sense, that's where I agree with you. Is that
2: if you even look at the poster for this, you know what you're getting yourself into, right? You know that you're going to go and watch an Adam Sandler, especially if you've seen a lot of the Adam Sandler films lately, right? And it's the same thing that, like, so I put this in kind of in between Grown Ups and Grown Ups too. Is that that's what I said in my uh, my 91 second review? Because Grown Ups was a ridiculous movie, but it's it at least. Throughout the movie it actually had a point to it right. right It had a little bit of a point to it Whereas Grown Ups 2 was like ridiculous scene after ridiculous scene Ridiculous scene, ridiculous scene, ridiculous scene And then eventually it had a, like a little glimmer of a point to it But then for the most part it was just a series of ridiculous scenes mm-hmm. And that's it. that's what it feels like this is now But if you've grown up kind of watching Adam Sandler movies this is kind of what you come to expect and which is why in the review, I kind of, I, I sort of compared Adam Sandler movies like that's Adam Sandler's are Adam Sandler movies are to slapstick comedies as like the offices to Netflix. It's like that comfort watch. Yeah. Like, cause you know what you're going to get and you know, you're typically typically going to get the same actors and comedians and somehow Shaquille O'Neal, you yeah. know, in, yeah. in these movies so
3: well and and so, when you talk about the vomit the projectile vomit thing at the beginning and how that should turn you off, yep. actually <laughs> what it did I think was kind of switch my brain into be like, uh, "Hey, just so you know there 's like nothing serious about this movie. like this is a dumb movie that is not grounded in reality it 's just about cheap jokes. Put your mind there and get into that gear and just enjoy the ride." And I think, and it didn't. It did a good job of that because, you know, we, you you line it up against even. Uh, do you remember the movie Blended that Adam Sandler did yeah. with, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Um, uh, Drew Barrymore? It's like that's a movie mm. that they want to have again. Adam Sandler's not doing a funny voice the whole movie, so it's supposed to be grounded in reality. But it's all supposed to be, you know, a comedy, but also a romantic comedy. Anyways, that movie. I hope if I ever see that movie again, I hope my eyes explode first, whereas Hoobie <laughs> Halloween is like it, it was just fun, it was just yeah and fun. and that's the one thing I
2: actually ended up having to cut because that would have made it like a ninety nine second or or hundred second <laughs> review, but um, I had to cut apart of about you know telling you to like judge Adam Sandler movies um Based on how ridiculous the universe around his character is totally like if the universe around his characters for the most part normal, but then quirky things happen, you're getting up like a blended or a 51st dates. Right, right. Uh, If the universe is completely nuts, like everybody has their own quirk and it's just random shit that happens with different people, you're getting like a Hubie Halloween or like a grownups. Or a grown ups too, actually, more so.
3: It's, it does, it is wild to me though that Adam Sandler, with, you know, who can do clearly whatever he wants in his career, doesn't at least try to endeavor to make a movie at the level of Happy Gilmore, which still had, you know, like heart and crazy jokes, Mm -hmm. but that at least didn't seem like, The entire production crew was half-assing it And and doing a lazy job (laughs) Which I think Hoobie Halloween did feel like One last thing I'll say about it is It always bums me out to see Kevin James in a movie with Adam Sandler because I know that was the role that Chris Farley would have played. And no matter how cute you think Kevin James is, Mm. is, it's not even close. It's not even on the same scale in the universe of how funny Kevin James is compared to Chris Farley. So that always just makes me sad rather than anything else. The Haunting of Blind Men.
0: Brian, where are you up to?
3: I'm
2: up to, oh, I should be able to tell you because I can just pull up my Netflix right now, but I think I'm up to episode seven.
0: Okay, so I was late because I was watching episode five, so I'm on episode six. So just like with no spoilers, a general overview, so far I'm really enjoying the season, like enough so that I wanted to watch it in the middle of the day right?
1: on a (laughs) Tuesday. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Um, And there's been some spooky things, and I've had a really fun time um, spotting the spooky ghosts. Like, I I don't know, because, Brian, you're further ahead than me, but this is not spoilers, because I don't know what it is. But I keep on spotting the spooky hat guy. Yeah, there's
2: a couple times I've spotted, yeah, I've spotted that person as well. And I kind of don't want to, but, like, I, I do sometimes. I... Find my, I catch myself looking at the background more so than the the parts of the the scene that I'm supposed to be looking at, just because I'm like looking to see if they've done anything spooky. Oh,
0: I'm constantly um. like, I feel like why <laughs> why not do that? Because you know they're gonna hide stuff back there, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's just a thing, right? Right. With like Hill house, you're fully immersed in the story. And then I read like an article saying like, oh, if you rewatch it, you're actually going to see Easter eggs of ghosts in the background and stuff. And then that's kind of the second view of it is just that skipping through to see if I see ghosts. Um, but, uh, so like, yeah, this one, I'm the same. I like, I, I, I am enjoying it enough to watch multiple episodes per night. Like, this thing came out on Friday. We started watching it not until, like, Sunday, and we're already episode seven. Um, I do like the, you know, what you call, the like, the American Horror Story-esque uh, idea of having these actor actors and actresses, like, all these actors, basically, that were in the first uh, series series. To be in this one, playing different uh, characters, and I like that um, person playing Danielle Victoria Pedretti, and and her having at least more of a speaking role and a leading role in this. Yeah, um, uh, she's great. I love the little girl Flora, Emily yeah. B. Smith. Do you know who she plays in another uh, show? No, she's. Peppa freaking pig. No. Oh,
0: wow. Ew. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. I'll grow to hate Peppa Pig. <laughs> Wait,
1: <laughs> oh, didn't yeah, they you just replace the voice actor for Peppa Pig? Is she the old one or the new one?
2: No, nah, her name's Emily B. Smith.
0: I forgot, too, that in the first season was, of course, uh, he was the dad. Because like, remember, the first season was the past and the like present. And so the dad in yeah. the past, I totally forgot that it was Elliot from E.T. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no yeah. way. So Henry Thomas, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and so wow. he's in
0: this. He's in this as a different character.
2: I have a question for you on this. Okay, actually, actually, well, I, I technically have a question for for Johnny, for your husband, for the person you're currently making babies with. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> you're
3: waiting the, for that one. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Um, do you and and or Johnny like his accent in this?
0: Johnny could tell that he was American, but he didn't complain about it. He actually thought that um, the guy in the first season that plays... Peter Quint? So he's Peter Quint in this season, but the guy in the first season who plays like the drug-addled brother, yeah. in this season he plays a guy with a Scottish accent, and I said to Johnny, I I had to look it up, because I thought his Scottish accent was really well done. And I looked it up, and he was like, yeah, but you can tell sometimes that he's American, and I looked it up and you know, he's English. He's, he's English. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear.
3: Does Johnny Uh-oh. have someone that but, he hates the accent of?
0: Yes. Who? Uh, well, just, it's not really an accent, but he doesn't. Oh, yes, it is. Um, Robin Hood. Um, um, when he plays Robin Car- Car- Hood. Daryl Flynn? No. Car- who played oh, Robin Hood? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Oh, oh. that's
1: notoriously well, bad. Yeah, isn't I it? understand. He fell in and out of that
0: action. He like cannot. Stay. You can't even bring it up in like his family household. Like, <laughs> it's like a thing in Britain. Like you just don't talk about Kevin Costner. Okay.
3: Well, I feel like if that's the most recent one you can think of, then uh, I think uh, dialect coaches are getting better these days. Though.
0: I'll ask him specifically about uh, E. T. Guy, though.
3: Yeah, cuz like I don't for some reason it bugs me.
2: Maybe because I know he's American, but like it like I've se- I've seen other American actors putting on a British accent where it doesn't like it this one feels like if I were to just try to try out for this movie and uh <laughs> Or try out for this show and then try to put on a British accent. It's going to sound like that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to have to, because he hasn't really been in it a lot yet. So I'll have to go back and give it a listen and see what Johnny thinks.
1: For the parents who are listening, Harley Bird played Peppa Pig from 2007 to 2019. Emily B. Smith is the present voice. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah,
0: (laughs) But yeah, I'm really enjoying it um, so far. I'm excited to finish it. Um, I love a spooky show, and it's just – it's so nice to have a horror or a spooky show or a thriller that's well done and well handled Mm. and well taken care of that's Mm. not just like, (laughs) you'll be Halloween. Well,
3: and that's what (laughs) – we we touched on this a bit last time we talked about this haunting show. It's like it is sweet, and I feel like this is what – Adam Sandler thought, too, like, oh, God, I don't know. Uh, I guess a Halloween movie because I don't want to do Christmas yet. You know, it, it is nice to have movies because I feel like that's what a lot of us do, especially when you're, like, handing out candy or whatever on Halloween. You just open up the Netflix and dial up, like, okay, is Beetlejuice on? Or, you know, there's those classic Halloween movies, and there's not a whole heaping ton of them. So, and, yeah, for and now this whole dumb phenomenon of – Spooky month, right?
0: Oh, it's not dumb. I love spooky month, but no, me honestly, too. Every month is spooky month for me, so
3: right. Yeah, you love horror, I I love horror movies. but but you know what I mean? Like, every it's like October 1st, and Twitter goes nuts with the memes and the Jack Skellington and the, the old timey skeleton and dance, the
0: skeleton drinking or the Halloween, what's the, fuck? the pumpkin drinking the pumpkin spice. latte Listening to dreams. Yeah, like so,
3: October has become spooky month, the spooky season, and all that. And, and I'm down with it too. Like, I'm playing Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> all month for that reason. That's a video game about ghosts, right? I, that's fun for me. I like that. I like it for this time of year. There's a reason why we do Halloween in October. But uh, so, so the more Halloween or spooky content that there is – I think that's a, that's a smart move for Netflix, for Adam Sandler, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, for everything. And I hope we never see Beetlejuice 2. I hope it's just a tease and a ghost that happens forever, but and everyone dies and we never see it. Hilarious. <laughs> Kirsten, in comparison to uh,
2: The Haunting of Hill House, do you find that this one... I- is less scary or more scary? What you, what What are your thoughts on it so far?
0: It's definitely less scary. It's definitely... Yeah, oh, really? I kind of found, hey,
2: let's, I, I like, The Haunting of Hill House had at least one or two parts per episode that you're just sort of nail-biting. And this one kind of, I think, is just getting a little bit more into character development, more mm-hmm. so than, than The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, but there are some episodes that, like, not a lot of scary things happen, and then maybe one kind of creepy moment happens in the end or yeah, something. Yeah, that's like
0: the episode we watched yesterday. Like we watched this entire episode and Johnny's like, "Oh, something's going spooky's going to happen now." Cuz the whole episode nothing spooky happened and then was yeah, right do- at, yeah. right at the end there was like, "Okay, something spooky happened." <laughs> Um, so definitely it's, it's less scary, and that's, I think, why I'm finding so much joy in finding the scary hat man in the background. I'm always, yeah. I'm always, yeah. There's a scary hat man there. He's there. He's going to do a scare at us sometime. Hasht- and what
3: is this, a Halloween movie, or friggin' Where's Waldo, the TV show?
1: Hashtag scary the- hat man.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> there was a part. There was a part. I think you've already seen
2: this part, Kirsten, in your view, uh, but there's like a part where I was yelling at the TV of like, hey, okay, let's play a game in this scary house where it's dark. Hide and seek.
3: I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah,
0: yeah. I. <laughs> I know, and then the other thing about that scene too, like, so it's not really a spoiler. They freaking decide to play hide and seek, which is ridiculous. They turn off all the lights, which I don't remember. Yeah. Is that what you do in hide and go seek?
1: No, yeah. don't have to. So they turn no, off all the lights. that is not a typical <laughs> play element. And Absolutely then not.
0: when, when the lady <laughs> is looking for the kids, she's looking silently.
1: Yeah, that's
2: right. Say
0: anything. I'm like, dude, if I was a big spooky dark house and I was playing hide and seek, I would be in the rooms being like, "Are you in here? Oh no, are you behind this thing? Oh no, where are you?" Like she does not say anything, and she walks through the spooky dark silent house for like five minutes.
3: Jeez, hundred percent. Because it's like by speaking, you think you're shooing away the ghosts or whatever. Yeah. Well, if I were a nanny in that.
2: Spooky dark giant house, and I'd be like, "Okay, we can do whatever you want before bed."
3: And they're like, "Hide and seek." I'd be like, "Fuck no, go
2: to bed." It's, <laughs> <Not> no, <laughs> that
1: one. Right. Uh,
3: I remember. By the way, that I didn't buy a house because it had those spooky vibes. Ooh. Wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Some houses, they just—it's that era of house it's mm-hmm. turn of the yeah, century yeah. that's why I like 40s houses no 40s house <laughs> with its cutie coved ceilings and it's whatever is haunted
2: yeah because
0: but, uh, they all went and died in the war and not in their houses so
3: oh. <laughs> okay
2: Cold. <laughs> Cold. <laughs>
0: all right it's Pokemon, I can those say. old
3: houses though for real they feel scary as hell i wouldn't want to be in it by myself
0: don't you agree no, I wouldn't want to be in one by myself.
1: Jenny, so you do agree then? Jenny West wouldn't agree.
0: Put on your boots! No. See, I, have a,
1: I have a modern house
2: and uh, I remember I was talking to Johnny last week after the episode because I was saying congratulations to him and I told him specifically, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go down to the basement, like the crawl space and get all the, like, all the baby stuff out of storage to see what I can give to you, but not until after Halloween
3: because
1: <laughs> of scary clowns
3: <laughs> in my crawl space.
1: Too
0: spooky.
3: <laughs> yeah, but no one's died in your house unless there was a construction accident, Brian.
0: Or they built it on a graveyard. Oh! The whole oh. continent's a graveyard. When you think about it, Yeah, that's right. Colonialization, dude. Look it up. Imagine
2: a ghost from Langford, too. Oh,
0: a Langford ghost? Is that what you said? Yeah. No.
1: Okay, so the boys. You see, like lucky cans Uh, coming up through the ground. (laughs) The season two finale of the boys dropped Friday. Well, Thursday at nine, and I've been religiously watching this series was mostly not disappointed it has been a hell of mm. a season mm. there has been an assassin around mm. for some of this uh, an season stop uh, That's which how you has spell been it. very stop which has been very intriguing along with the whole Homelander storyline oh. and his new girlfriend stormfront who might be something Oh, okay, okay 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 careful yeah so yeah no spoilers um do highly recommend uh the boys it has been a surprisingly great show and while the season 1 finale just made me like, ah, I'm so glad I waited until Mm. two weeks before season two because I really want to find out what happens next. This one kind of ties it off nicely. Obviously, there's, you know, there's tie-ins for the next season, but it's not like a cliffhanger, and bless you. Thank you for that. I I appreciate that very much. I appreciate that, too. When,
3: yeah, TV shows have enough, I don't know if it's like, um, like confidence in their own work that they don't need to feel like they trick you into watching yeah, it yeah. some more. It's like, did you enjoy this? Will you be stoked to, to watch the next season? Exactly. Then great, we've Come accomplished back because it's we're... a good show, not because I'm not going to tell you this key plot point. Exactly. Uh, it's very kind of old school, you know, uh, episodic uh, network television to, right. to do the cliffhanger trick. So I don't care for that. But unless it's done really in a cool way, like who shot Mister Burns. But, like I mentioned to you before we heat up these mics here, I've I've been slowly getting into it because I know the hype for The Boys is incredible this season. Is The Boys something like the most streamed
1: show right now or of all time broke some record or something crazy like that? It wouldn't surprise me. It is a heck of a show.
0: It's like it's been getting Amazon some like real hype. Like I've heard more about The Boys from like different channels that I listen to than probably any other show on Amazon or maybe any other show on anything right now. In
1: October yeah. 2019, Nielsen announced that it had begun tracking viewership of Amazon Prime programs and said the boys had attracted 8 million total viewers in its first 10 days of release, making one of the most successful original programs on Prime. The only thing it's got to do is shave 20 minutes off each episode's runtime. How long are
0: they?
3: An hour. They're about, Yeah. No commercials, an hour. Mm. Yeah, so too long. A hard, mm-hmm.
0: That's a long time. Or just, or, or sprinkle a couple forty minutes in there, because that's always a n- nice nugget. Is when yeah. they're about an hour, but then some episodes. Yeah, they're not. They're only forty minutes, and you're like, oh, yeah. That's nice. But in
2: your view, bud, are they shavable? Like, are, are there scenes that are definitely like, ah, oh, this kind of feels. Yes,
1: like- I would say there are definitely moments that are shavable.
3: Okay, drags
1: was the word you used to me before. It drags at times. At at times, absolutely it does. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the payoff is overall great. Um, Another Prime show that I've been watching, these all dropped on September 25th, so I've just been watching them as I have had time, is Utopia. And I am on the last episode of the first and only season, episode eight, and a huge bomb was dropped, Mm -hmm. uh, plot-wise anyways. Um, in, In this show, I have been very... Satisfied with this show as well. I would definitely review and recommend this. Again, Utopia is set in a world where this comic had come out called Dystopia, which had somehow predicted a whole bunch of contagions and viruses and worldwide plaguey, pandemic y things that had happened. And now a new comic called Utopia is sort of underground bubbling up and a small group of people has managed to find the manuscript and indeed it is tracking that it will be predicting things that uh, will be happening in the world and of course this is also why they need a uh, <laughs> this series is not based on any actual pandemic and is a work of fiction but uh, John Cusack, Rain Wilson are the you know, the standout um, well-known actors, but uh, the main cast who is in here, quite believable, and some some really good characters. And I only found out today, this is based off of a British TV series. Oh. So I might uh, oh, no seek okay. that out as well. Wow. One last thing that I will review and recommendation is a, another interactive program. But uh, less silly as I believe it would be gauged towards kids. It's Carmen Sandiego, To Steal or Not to Steal. Um, (laughs) Third season of Carmen Sandiego, only five episodes. I don't know if that's going to be it. Uh, Just dropped on Netflix. My kid absolutely loves this show. Um, This is the the new one, the cool art style and everything. I really enjoy it, too. There's a lot to it. There's some great characters. And this Carmen Sandiego, To Steal or Not to Steal, again, an interactive thing where you're helping Carmen... Do one thing or another uh, at various points through the episode. There are eight possible endings. But here's the thing. When you get to the ending, you get a heck of a payoff if you were a fan of the original Carmen Sandiego oh, shows. Oh, did the guys show up? Brian G- Rockapella. <gasps> the Is that Rockapella? T- no. Oh. But Nothing could be as good then. You've just
0: ruined oh, it. It's got to be a Rockapella. If it's not Rockapella. But, what am I here but, for? But, Who cares?
1: But- <laughs> it's a great Update to okay. Here's the thing: they play the, the all the characters in the current show do sing uh, the theme. That one, that yeah, like they sing the rock acapella theme again, and, uh, yeah. and it is really well done because it's a lot of the characters you've grown used to in this new series. But they've also got that like that low bass Carmen Sandiego bit yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. It is, and it's coming out of the most unexpected voices. Um, it was great.
0: Do they do it acapella uh,
1: at the beginning? I believe so. So. Okay.
3: This this uh, choose your own adventure style one is like connected. It's still a continuation of that one. The like animated one that came out. It's like not a new
1: different one. No, no. It's it's within the world of Carmen Sandiego. It's a standalone episode. Oh, it is. Yes, it's it's within this world. It is it is their character. But within this yeah. series. Well, I mean, it could be any one of the episodes of the series. It's not necessarily okay. serialized. You can drop in and play and, you know, uh, okay. watch slash play this one episode uh, with it'll be nice if you know the series, but you don't have to. Right. OK, I gotcha. Oh, man, I love Carbon San Diego, that t-
3: game show. Ugh. And it really like if you go back and watch that thing. It asked children to do insane things. Yeah, remember when Americans
0: could identify places on maps? <laughs> right? They, they'd just be
3: sprint Like, those kids were fucking doing wind sprints yeah. with these, like, big giant poles with, with flailing lights on them. Right. right? As that guy friggin' screamed at them, like, <laughs> Acapulco! Come on! no! Wrong! Right? And then the buzzer would go. Like, that show was intense. Yeah, it was. And those kids were out there in their stupid, like, Letterman leather jackets doing them it was incredible that show i loved it mm-hmm.
2: you know what i hated about that part though is that they never stopped the clock when the guy was actually reading the clue of where the place was yeah that's
1: yeah. a fair point yeah. you know what start the clock after
2: yeah well he would take five like so like they would put a thing on a, put a poll on this part of the map and then he'd come back for his question they should stop the clock but no he eats up like maybe five six seconds of their time so he can read through his card
3: Yeah, and I'll say this every time it's brought up. But the lady who played the chief also played the radio DJ in the classic movie The Warriors. Nice. Yeah, it's rad.
1: Warriors. Yeah. Um, Last but not least, The Walking Dead Beyond.
2: It's uh, it's called World Beyond.
1: Oh, sorry. (laughs) I just got that from the Slack. I'm not (laughs) paying. So,
3: Paul, you wanted to review and recommendation. (laughs) You no, know?
1: <laughs>
3: but let me I'll say how this came about to us It was that I sent this to Brian after years now of chirping that this show is bad and that my when I originally fell off of it it was because I did the math on how many zombies there would be and how quickly they would be all killed if you're Mm -hmm. just slicing through dozens of them per episode with a katana sword that after a while there would be no more zombies and yet this show never runs out of massive thousand person hordes of zombies and once you broke that barrier for me, you can't sustain a zombie show forever, dude. Um, Now this show I saw, (laughs) it's so ridiculous. It's set 10 years after the initial run of the walking dead so now yeah. you would think that there would be absolutely no zombies they would all have turned to dust in the wind and yet there's a show set in this time and brian you've watched it right mm-hmm. and are there zombies in it yes oh my <laughs> gee. are there a lot or is it like a person there are a lot there's a, there lot, are of still z-
2: a lot of zombies Oh my god. But somehow. It, well, what do you. I'm confused by your message then. Did you say you wanted to review and recommendation because you thought it was good?
3: No, it looks good to me. I'm interested and intrigued, even though it's the complete. Extreme of my gripe with this show. Have you watched minute one of it? No. So I want, Bri- so that's why I said, Has anyone seen this? Brian, did you watch it? Because you still watched the original Walking Dead and you right. did see it. <laughs> and you
2: said, I don't believe this makes me a colossal hypocrite, but I'm kind of interested. <laughs> oh, okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have seen it. There's, they've run two episodes so far. I don't really care for it.
3: Oh, why? Mm
2: it's the same thing so it's just like now i gotta get invested in new characters that are you know the the and then the the catch for this is that they're kids so that like this is kind of like you know if you're graduating from like the disney channel i guess here's a zombie show for you but it's still like <laughs>
0: weird thing uh, yeah yeah
2: so, I don't know, like, it's 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 funny because it's like, oh, it's The Walking Dead for... It's a walking dead for teenagers, but, like, there is already a walking dead for teenagers. It's called The Fucking Walking Dead. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. nothing really new. It's just a story that takes place in a different part of the U.S. than than anything. It does build the universe and gives you some insight into where the fuck Rick Grimes is because oh. uh as you know, like Rick Grimes's character, he didn't die. He's off somewhere doing something that's gonna show up in movies. Sure. But so they give you an idea of the people that he's now working for hmm. and the whole and it gives you some insight into why he hasn't attempted to come back to uh where his family is. Um and so that you know that community or that uh i guess that what do they call it that uh organization is called like the civic republic. Uh, I, I don't know if this is – I don't think this is really a spoiler alert because they – this is first episode of Walking Dead World Beyond. But then, like, the whole mystery behind the mysterious helicopters in The Walking Dead, even from, like, apparently the first episode of The Walking Dead where Rick is in the city in Atlanta. He follows a helicopter on his – like, there's he's on a horse and he sees, like, um, a helicopter flying in between buildings. Mm-hmm. And he tries to follow it, and then all of a sudden he sees, oh, shit, horror zombies, and he gets chased, and that's where Glenn saves him because he, you know, goes into the tank. Mm -hmm. So that mysterious helicopter was part of this giant um, government-run operation called this, and they call themselves, or organization, they call themselves the Civic Republic. So apparently Rick is, I guess, going to be working for them in his story, and this... The first episode of this show kind of answers that question, where the hell is Rick Grimes? Mm. Um, it doesn't say him by name, but it says the organization and it says that they've taken people from different communities, taken survivors, and these survivors are working towards one big um you know, one big you know solution. I don't know if it's finding the cure for a zombie, the a zombie apocalypse, or what. Right. So there's that. But then the rest of it is like now these kids have sort of escaped their own community. Uh, they've been living a sheltered life, and now they're they're off on their own adventure to you know. Why do you have to give
0: kid versions of things of kids having adventures? Honest to God.
2: <laughs> and that's that's the thing. And that's that's what I thought about this thing is like, well, yeah, they've they've got kids in the walking dead you know it's like i don't think they really needed these characters like
0: i don't remember being like a a kid or a teenager and being like oh wow i really wish that there was a teenager version of star wars because i can't identify (laughs) with this at all
3: that's the most one of the most gigantic criticisms of the prequels is that they stuck kids in it to appeal to kids right. when in the originals there wasn't a kid to be seen. You didn't need it. But kids still played being pretending to be Luke Skywalker and Lando and Han and in the sandbox because that's how imaginations work. So... <laughs> that- why oh, are you laughing? You're giving me the, my best laugh of the episode, and it's the most genuine thing I've said all day. Fair enough.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but so with The Walking Dead stuff, like, the um, this one, yeah, I, I I can't really say that I like it. I, I'm i just going to see where it goes, maybe, but, like, it's probably not going to be a priority watch for me. Like, if I miss an episode, I'll, like, nah, I'll catch it later or whatever. Um, Fear the Walking Dead is back, the one that follows Morgan, like, the one of the OG Walking Dead characters. Um I liked that first episode. That first episode was pretty good. Um and then I never really talked about it last week but that um the the OG Walking Dead show, they had their finale finally cuz the, the one that was delayed. And that finale was was pretty well done. It was it was rad. And they had announced because they're doing that sort of extended 10th and final season, they're going to make um sort of mini and anth- antholic anthologic what how do you say that anthology anthology episodes i guess uh oh really characters yeah so like one of my favorite actually after the negan run of comics one of my favorite um walking dead single issue comics was this uh anthology story of negan before the apocalypse and it kind of showed the kind of guy that he was and he was this gym teacher and stuff. Mm. Um I bet you they're going to do an episode like that where it shows like hey this this is one character, right? This is Negan before the apocalypse and this is the kind of guy he was kind of thing. And it doesn't it, like it it sort of kind of links between season 9 and 10 or season 10 or 11 or whatever seasons were on. Um, but they're just little extra episodes that they're going to, you know, pepper in between now and when they uh, when they release the the final
1: season. OK, anything else for the podcast?
0: Yeah, really quick, because I got a pumpkin pie I need to eat. Um, I just need to review a <laughs> recommendation. This Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. All right.
3: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> because Art bought it for me because it, he said it is the best spicy chicken sandwich uh, my review of this, at least comparing it to the Popeye's chicken sandwich, it was definitely spicy. Like, Wendy's nose, Wendy's not dicking around when they say something spicy, like <laughs> other. Other restaurants, they'll say spicy. Like Wendy's knows what they're doing. Um, so it had a nice spice to it. The bun, whatever. It was just a normal bun. And then it had mayo on it. Which, yeah. I, whatever. Mayo is fine. Did,
3: am I right in saying it doesn't deserve to be in the same conversation as those other two sandwiches?
0: What's the other one, though? The Popeyes? The
1: Popeyes, one? the KFC off Yeah, I haven't had the KFC.
0: See, mine. there's a
1: Dairy Queen flamethrower burger as well. Oh, no, yep. that's not chicken. There, right? No, no, they do have a chicken version, actually. But, yeah. I
0: think. I mean, but then it was just like it had lettuce and tomato. I may
3: I don't know. Paul has thrown his hands up. You blew it. (laughs) There was no
0: pickles on it.
3: That's what I mean. For art, look it. If Art likes his little junk sandwich, that's on him. (laughs) It was
0: really nice. He bought it for me too to eat. Yeah, that is nice. It was very nice. What a
3: kind soul for him to bring you garbage. (laughs) No, if if that's what he likes, okay, I get it. Look, it I'm not saying I've never eaten a Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. It's a chicken sandwich, but again, you can't compare it to these other ones. The way that they're breaded and fried is incredible. The bun, the pickles. The man. Okay, Mm -hmm. it's different. It's a different thing. It's it's not the same. It's not even the same universe. Spicy
0: of the chicken, like the actual chicken patty itself, was quite delightful, though.
3: That's the other thing too. I think those sandwiches are like smashed chicken, like pullings or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay, the ones in this chicken sandwich that you and I are talking about, that's like chicken breast that's been deep fried. So. Come on, Art.
0: Anyway, if anyone else wants to buy my chicken sandwich, I'll review and recommend. Okay,
1: it. we're a food review <laughs> podcast right now. Kirsten James, where can we find you and your pregnancy uh, cravings?
0: Um, Kirsten dot James. Oh yeah, then on I mean, Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram, and yes, it's a boy. Yay! Yay! My oh, gal is like, sandwiches.
1: she she knew it. She knows it. <laughs> You're going to be a great boy, Mama. It's, I don't know. Just yeah, like, I have to give off. I was Great
0: happy with either, of like sure. no one was wanted because whatever. I'll do either, but um oh good! But, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> but I was, I was, I was kind of relieved it was a boy. I was like, Oof. okay, good, excellent. Really? Yeah. Yeah, girls are nightmares, man. Teenage girls, I don't. Thank you, please, no. Next. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, just I know, especially the way you and your husband both are. I just, I'm excited for you to raise a boy. It's gonna be rad. Yeah. Um, I bought the Cino. Can I be my turn now? I guess not really, but go ahead. Okay, sorry, Brian, you go ahead. <laughs> no, well, you can. <laughs> Who are you? Um. I think that's yeah. I had something, but we're so late, so let's no, wrap not. it. Oh, that's it! Oh, I, have a, I have an entire Costco pumpkin pie. Oh, yes, I'm bringing it to work tomorrow. I haven't even touched it. Yes. Didn't even crack it open. Wow! Because we had two other pumpkin pies and a delicious apple crumble for dessert. At my
1: and the house. Costco pie is going to be like 22 inches, it's, isn't it? It's insane. It's massive, oh and t-
3: apparently those are great pumpkin
1: pies.
0: They are. They are the they are best really good. pumpkin pies. Like. They, you you don't even have to bother making a homemade pumpkin pie because Kamasco wow. does it so well. Wow.
3: Yeah, I got a locally made pumpkin pie from Yanni's Donuts that they oh, made dang. for staff only. Mm-hmm. And uh, l- somehow it fell into my lap. <laughs> Not literally, of course. Well, okay. that'd be a four-minute wipe job for sure. Jesus, <laughs> Popsito! <laughs> Brian, save us. Uh, I have nothing to save you with except
2: for you can find me on... <laughs> Instagram, Boytano9, yeah, that's how we do it. Boytano913, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, DJ Boytano on Facebook. And I can't wait for you to have a boy, Kirsten, and uh, for us to have like our next generation of our podcast. Nice, and then wow. we'll make one specifically
1: Eden, for, for babies. Yes, exactly, because again, they can't relate to pop culture <laughs> yeah. on their own. That's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's exactly. Amazing. It'll be the Geeko Podcast, The World
1: Beyond.
0: <laughs> and Katara gets to be the girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the yeah. girl.
1: Oh Hilarious my god, token female. That I'm-
3: has to be the cover of this podcast. There's a bunch of babies that look like us. <laughs> <laughs> the World Beyond. Oh, no. I guess beyond There's no.
0: gotta be like A filter right Oh filter. yeah
3: i like wearing A stupid Captain America Shirt Jen. No I think I'm just Gonna <laughs> stick
0: with That darn cat
1: Hope ass So uh Hope ass so I'm
3: gonna get a Hope ass For my trip to Vegas
1: <laughs> <laughs> What a stupid joke I'm Webmeister But on all socials This has been The Zones Geek Out Podcast episode 106 Thank you for listening If you're still here It's a miracle Bye The Geek Out Podcast
3: is a production Of The Zone at 91.3 The views expressed here Are not necessarily Those of this radio station and really, some of those views are
0: pretty stupid. I mean, come
3: on. For more on-demand audio from The Zone, visit the zone.fm slash podcast or the on-demand tab of our app. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a Zoner.